God bless you this morning. Great to be here. Um, Vicky sends her apologies, not able to join us this morning. And of course, she was here last week and I wasn't, so <laughs> what's going on? But uh, I actually took a, <clears throat> a spontaneous visit. I've never done this before in my life, but at one o'clock in, on last Friday, I decided to go and see my son in Christchurch and he was just needing some support. And so I was on a flight at 5.30. I've never, ever done that in my life before. Booked, decided, and booked the flight on the same day and on the plane. And uh, <clears throat> expensive, <laughs> but so worth it. So worth it. I'm so glad I went. My son was so, he didn't want me to come because of the cost, but I said, ah, oh, that's my decision of coming. And he was so blessed. And uh, that's what we do for family. Uh, that's what our Heavenly Father did for us, rescued us, um, sent his son and, uh, you know, hey, we're here today because of the love of our wonderful Father. And uh, I just think one of the greatest privileges we have as fathers is to be alongside our family and uh, cheer them on in their times of need. And I know so many of you here in the house have that same heart for your children. So um, today, you know, this great theme of January, Arise and Shine. And uh, um, Evangeline, if you could just flick up there for us, Isaiah 60, our theme scripture for the month of January. Um, and of course, the, uh, just grateful for the, um, the encouraging words of Charlotte this morning, you know, about the great messages already this month from Pastor Paul. Don't you just love the way Pastor Paul just digs into those scriptural truths and so passionate about our newness in Christ because we are a new creation. And the more we can lay hold of that, the more we're not living toward Christianity, but we're living out of this deep well of his life within us. And uh, I love that you go hard, Pastor Paul, because we all need that constantly. And then I, as I listened through um, Ian's message as well, I just love the transparency and the and, and, and just the, the um, reality of, of, of rising in the midst of life's darkest challenges. And, and uh, you know, just um, in awe of Ian's um, capacity to lay hold of the truth in his darkest hours and rise and become um, all that God intends um, in life. And so um, great words already this morning. I, um, you know, you'll see up there, um, Isaiah 60 just simply says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen on you, upon you. I'll just keep it there, Evangeline, for now, um, because that's going to be our theme through the service. Um, I wanted to just bring a little um, something that I just dug out of, a little bit of research. Um, and, 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 you know, there's two words, there's rise and arise. All right, you might think, well, hey, how, what's the big deal? Rise and arise, they're very similar words, aren't they? But I want to tell you, there is a little slight distinction. To rise means to move from a lower position to a higher one. To come or to go up. Uh, arise is slightly different. It means to, uh, to, to, to move upward in the same sense but it's as the result of. All right, now, I, I hope I can make this clear to you. 
rise kind of tends toward you doing something. All right? You doing something. But arise is the result of something that someone else has done. That's, some, that, that's brought an effect on your life. And I, I want to just emphasize this morning that Isaiah 60 says to arise. And the reason we can arise is not because of our effort, um, although there may be moments in life where we do choose. And, and I don't want to diminish what the beautiful message that Ian brought there. But I do want to emphasize this, that our capacity to arise is the result of what Jesus has done. What God has done. I'm not arising by hard labor and sweat and tears. I'm arising because someone has, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ, has done something powerful that has released to me a supernatural flow of enabling that I can arise. And this is, this is critical for us. We're not arising and just talking to ourselves day by day saying, come on, rise up, man, rise up. We're saying, we're, we're rising because there's wind in our sails. There's a supernatural life being given to enable us to do that. So rise, the emphasis is a little bit more on what we do, but arise, the emphasis is on what we can do because of what has been done. And uh, it's interesting that Isaiah speaks directly in the first person to his hearers, almost commanding them to arise because something powerful has taken place. This is good stuff, eh? We're arising because we can't help it. <laughs> you put it here in a hot balloon, one of those big balloons, there's no one way it's going to go and that's up. And so as we draw, as we see more and more clearly what God has done for us, um, this capacity to arise and shine becomes um, so much part of who we are. So it's just so much in the first person, this beautiful scripture, arise and shine. It's God's word to every one of us this morning, for your light has come. I just want to encourage you today that God has spoken directly to every one of you in some way. And you know, um, and we go on seeking him for the light and revelation of life. But God speaks directly to us, for your light has come. All right, Jesus has come. He's available to every one of us. We receive him. He has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen on you. All right, past tense. And so this, this direct word of Isaiah to arise and shine is coming out of the fact of what he has done and gone before us. And ours is simply a response of saying, yes, amen. I can. I am empowered by his supernatural life to arise. You know, the death and resurrection of Jesus is the most pivotal thing in all of history. And I can't think of anything else that eclipses that in any way whatsoever. When Jesus died on the cross, he defeated death and hell. He defeated the power and rule of Satan. He triumphed over him and has all power and authority on heaven and earth. And so um, we must remind ourselves in every season of life 
that no matter how dark, um, remind ourselves constantly of the victory that has been won. And that at the cross, he enables us to arise in every situation. Amazing. This one who defeated death and defeated all that comes with it commands us to arise. I know that every one of you will have favorite scriptures. And I, I am just convinced of this, that the more we understand what Jesus has done, the more we, uh, we take into ourselves, the, uh, we, we really see with the eyes of our inner man and we hear with our heart what he has really done, the more we can live above the troubles and trials of life. And so our world needs that. Our world around us needs us to so lay hold of Jesus that we become light and salt and we become answers to the needs of our communities. And we can only do that because of what he has done. And the more we understand what he's done, the more we can arise. So I, I just say any capacity I have to arise comes all from Jesus. Amen. <laughs> there ain't no great willpower inside this man, but Jesus is there. <laughs> it's good, eh? You know, every one of us, we can lay hold of this Jesus. He rose up. Nothing could hold him down. The grave couldn't hold him. Death couldn't defeat him. He rose up and uh, he overcame all things. And just one, um, Benjamin, if you could flick up now, Matthew 28. I think I've got that one there. Um, all right, Jesus came and spoke to them. This is Matthew 28, 18. All authority has been given to me on heaven and earth, in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I love how um, Bill Johnson pointed out that if Jesus has all, all authority, that means someone else has got none. And if you've got all then, then someone else has got none. <laughs> Is that right, Glennis? Yeah. So Jesus says all authority has been given to him. So that means he's absolutely in charge and nothing else on the planet has rule over his authority. He, is, uh, he has all authority. And he says, go therefore because of what he has done. And you see this ability to arise, this ability to go, comes from the fact that he already took the victory. He already won. And so we're to go therefore. Now there's, and, and, and I might just invite you in a moment maybe to call out your, what some of your favorite victory scriptures, but I'll tell you what, my life is defined by the words that God's spoken to me. And I, and I, 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 I rate or, or I, I um, give credit to the word of God and, and what I've seen in his word is enabling me to live above the circumstances and challenges of life. We all face them. We all have similar challenges. We all have similar things to navigate as we walk along the pathway of life. But one of my, these ones I have not put up on the screen, but um, you'll, you'll be able to track along with me here. 1 John 3.8 says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. I love that scripture because it tells me so ever so clearly that everything that is not lining up with, with the life of Jesus and, and the will of God to bring life and abundant life to his people, I regard as a work of the devil. 
And Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. That's good news, eh? Be it poverty, be it sickness, be it um, abandonment, be it um, all the, any of the heartaches of life, Jesus came to destroy them and to bring liberty and freedom to people on planet earth. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. This Jesus inside of us is greater than any challenge we will ever face. And if we, the more we can just lay a hold of what he says, the more we have capacity to arise. Luke 10, 19. Do you know that one? There's a great little Sunday school song to that one. I have given you authority. You know that song? Have you ever heard that one? Luke 10, 19. Um, Behold, I have given you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Isn't that good, eh? The, the, the result of just laying hold of these scriptures is it, it releases faith inside of us to walk through the challenges of life. And so um, Luke 10, 19, what a great scripture. Jesus spoke to his disciples and, and, and to us. You know, I have given you authority. Um, Colossians 2.15, love this one. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So Jesus, he triumphed over all the principalities and powers through his death on the cross. They thought they had won, but Jesus had won. And later on, there's another scripture that says, if they had known that, they were going to, that they'd crucified the Lord of glory, they would never have done it if they knew what the result was going to be of him going to the cross. But there he defeated all. Hebrews 2.14 and 15, Inasmuch as the children, that's us, have partaken of flesh and blood, yes, we've been born with a physical body, Jesus himself likewise also shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Great, eh? Through Jesus' death and resurrection, he defeated death, and he positioned us to live in victory over the circumstances of life. 1 Corinthians 15, the whole chapter, the whole chapter on resurrection even though this physical body will die, the scripture clearly promises me that this body will live again. By resurrection, by the very fact that Jesus has been resurrected, every one of us, when we die, if we die in Christ, if we die with Jesus as our Lord and Savior, scripture promises that one day this dust will arise and assemble itself again. <laughs> Back into Howie, and I will live again, and you will recognize me, and I will recognize you, because God promises resurrection of the physical body. Doesn't that give you hope? 
Should it die? It will live again. Death is not the end. There's a future for the believer. And that causes us to arise. It caused the early disciples to stare death in the face and not flinch because they knew they were indefeatable. Though the body would die, it will live again in the resurrection. So the more clearly we hear and understand and receive into ourselves the powerful things that Jesus has done, the incredible work of redemption and all that He's done, the more we receive it, the more we have capacity to navigate the challenges of life. I love Acts 4.13. Not sure if I had this one up or not, Evangeline. Oh, I did. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. Oh, doesn't this give you hope? Not the clever, the educated, but those who have been with Jesus. And the more we get to be with Jesus, to allow His truth, to allow His life to permeate and flow out of every part of us, boldness and confidence begin to flow out of our life. If you'd seen me at 17 years of age, I was the shyest guy, I think, in the whole of Kaikoui, Simon. Honestly, you know, uh, I avoided people and town and crowds, just hid on the farm. At 17 years of age, I met Jesus. And slowly, over a few years, the shyness began to fall away and his life began to empower and cause me to arise out of shyness, out of um, embarrassment, and into a place of confidence and boldness. And I've lived that way now most of my life. And I'm just so grateful to Jesus. Isn't he amazing? All you could say about me was there's no university degree. I've just been with Jesus. Hallelujah. Every one of you, just get with Jesus. The more you get with Him, the more He will cause you to be able to take on the situations that seem daunting. Uneducated and untrained men. Hallelujah. Thank goodness for Jesus. And it puts us all in this place where we can rise. Uh, Have we been with Jesus? This is the crucial thing. Abide in his presence and feed the fire within you. Because that's boldness and, and confidence. Remember these 11 men who were left after the death of Jesus, hiding, afraid for their lives, and after they, they came into the contact with the resurrection Lord Jesus Christ, these afraid, fearful men became bold, unstoppable witnesses to the grace and power of God. You cannot, even if you were to say, examine the New Testament from every angle, you cannot explain the transformation in 12 guys, in these 11 guys after the resurrection of Jesus. You cannot explain it, except that Jesus had risen and they knew it. That's what transformed them. 
And that's what transforms us. Hallelujah. We will too be among those who overcome the more we can get, catch this revelation of all that he is. Don't you love a Revelation 12, 11, And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death because of this incredible revelation of what lay beyond. So our capacity to overcome rests squarely on the conviction that Jesus has indeed overcome all things and we can arise. Um, meantime, we may see what Isaiah declares in Isaiah 60. And I just read to you verse 1. But verse 2 says in Isaiah 60, um, and deep dark, uh, but, but for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you. You know what? Yes, life does throw us dark moments. And, and we are not living in a world that's free of problems and free of challenges. We know that. In fact, 2000, what do you see in 23? What do you see in 23? Well, if we were simply to look at the economic situation of our nation, we would see rising costs, rising interest rates. We would see rising food prices. We would see... Um, People are going to face serious, serious challenges um, in terms of indebtedness, and we could see pain. We can see pain out there. But the thing is that what God's called us to do is to see beyond to something else. Yes, deep darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you. but the Lord will arise over you. And that's the hope of our dark communities. The Lord has arisen over us. And this is our moment. This is our moment to shine. This is our moment. The deeper the darkness, the brighter the shine. The brighter the shine. But first of all, you have to see beyond your own debt, beyond your own rising costs, beyond your own challenges and circumstances to the God who has promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you, to the God who promises, I will supply all of your need according to my riches in glory. First of all, we have to lay hold of that which he's promised and take it to our hearts because otherwise we'll just see deep darkness. God wants us to see beyond deep darkness that he's risen over us. And he promises us that he will carry us through whatever is ahead. When we've seen Jesus, we face whatever comes with sure and certain knowledge that we will overcome. And I just want to encourage you, you know, I, and I think I've got the scripture for you this morning in Romans 8, 28. You know it. But I just want to, if you can flick that one up for me, please, Evangeline. Um, and we know, and what I want us to do this morning is every one of us now reading together the New King James Version. All right, all together. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God 
to those who are called according to his purpose. That's you, dear ones, brothers and sisters. God's causing every challenge you face to work together for your good to enable you to arise through the challenges of life. No matter what comes, God is causing it to work together for our good. And verse 37, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Aren't those amazing, powerful, comforting words? That no matter what life throws, God is there in the midst of it, enlarging us, um, enabling us to see um, always a way through as he pours life and truth into our lives. The way we go through the storms of life is we see beyond them. We see to the loving hand of our Father in every circumstance of life. We see beyond to the power of the resurrection, which is able to release to us a victory out of defeat, a hope in the midst of the, tra the tragedies that come and the things that happen through all of life. And I just want to um, go to Hebrews 11, verses 1 and 2. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, I love this verse because it's one of the key definitions of what faith is. It says, now faith is. You know what? Faith is in the now when we have the revelation of what God says about our circumstance. We're no longer just living in the hope of something in the future, but the now of faith, faith is, I know it now. I know it now. Hope is, I hope it will happen. I hope there'll be a brighter day. But faith says, I know there will be. I know there will be. And that's how you can tell whether you're in faith or you're in hope. We need hope, and hope is a great encouragement to our lives. I hope, I hope for a better future. I hope that for a, for a, a great life ahead. But faith is, lays hold of God's promises, and faith is now. Faith says it is mine now. And when we're in faith, we're able to stare at the storm and laugh. <laughs> because we know it's deeper than something we're hoping for. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a now reality. And so this is how the saints of old lived through such incredible trial. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony by faith. They were able to see a world beyond. They were able to see a future beyond the present darkness. They were able to see something beyond that inspired them and enabled them to move forward. So we can arise and shine in 23 because by faith we see the victory of Jesus invading every dimension of life. Tell you what, saints, I'm not looking for the rapture. 
I'm looking for the kingdom to come now. I'm not wanting to escape it. I'm wanting to transform it through the light of His glory, the light of His life, every arena, every area of of influence that I have. I want to see Jesus shine through me into the situations and circumstances of life. I'm not wanting to escape it. I'm wanting to see it transformed. And that should be, I believe, the, um, every one of us living that way. You know, every crisis has an opportunity. And I want to just confess over you today that you're all solutionaries. <laughs> you are bringing solutions to families, to, to people in your street, um, in your arena of life. And um, yes, there could well be financial challenges, food shortages, unemployment, da-da-da. There could well be all those things. But these things will cause God's people to shine all the more. And uh, those who overcome have simply seen beyond what is visibly apparent, and they've seen something greater. That's the only difference, really. We see beyond, and we have confidence to know what to do.